0: Hi everyone out there in the internet world, this is Carrie and this is Erin and we are keeping busy. In this episode, we are going to be talking about chocolate sorbet. If you want to have some chocolate overload, make yourself some chocolate sorbet. Yeah,
1: this was definitely a chocolate overload. I know that you are <laughs> much more of a chocolate fan than I am. So were you overloaded or were you satiated?
0: Um, it's, it's pretty hefty. I feel like I did make chocolate sorbet before. Perhaps I was wrong and I did not do this recipe because the combination of the melted chocolate and all of the cocoa on top of that was super, super kick you in the face chocolate flavor. (laughs) It was a lot of chocolate flavor. Yeah, I
1: did. Let's see. So this is David Leibowitz's chocolate sorbet. Uh, and it gives you the option of bittersweet or semi-sweet chocolate to use. Uh, did you? Which one did you go with? I went with
0: the bittersweet. I usually do. Yeah, I figured you would. Uh, I went semi-sweet. <laughs> I and... figured you would. Oh. Ooh. It was very chocolate. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I bet I... yours was. You probably didn't need to add as much sugar as the recipe states since you used semi-sweet chocolate. Yeah, but I didn't cut that back. I really, I really still like the chocolate sorbet. I think it's an awesome idea. I think it's amazing for a dairy-free dessert. How creamy it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think you need to serve it in pretty little dishes. Yes, <laughs> an easy little scoop of the chocolate sorbet accompanying something else. Yeah, that's the the big point that I got to. I couldn't yeah. eat a lot of it. It was just
1: right. too too much chocolate. <laughs> it was a, it was very very chocolatey. Yeah, I was searching my cupboards like I must have a cookie I can put this on or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it would make excellent, very small, ice cream <laughs> cookie sandwiches. Yes, that's a great yeah. idea. Also, if you served it with something with a lot of fresh summer berries, Ooh. Um, anything to. You know, to cut that really overwhelming chocolatey flavor, but have it kind of, oh my gosh, you know, it'd probably be super good with, what is balsamic macerated strawberries.
1: Oh my. that's I was just thinking like a, a little summer parfait with a layer of the chocolate, layer of berries, maybe some fresh whipped cream.
0: That or would be even good. if you wanted to go the completely dairy-free route, you might be able to do um strawberries and kind of a ladyfinger or a sponge cake, oh, that would be good, yeah, lot of options, lot of options, so it is good. you just can't sit down and eat a bowl of it. It's not mm-hmm. moose tracks, ice cream <laughs> <laughs> yeah how did yours um how was your experience making it though It was really easy, yeah uh so
1: I'm just going to run through this because it's so short. So you whisk, um, let's say, water, sugar, cocoa powder, and salt. Boil it quick. uh, Stir in the chocolate pieces to melt them down. Some vanilla extract. A little more water. And then you put it in a blender to get it really smooth. And then chill that, hopefully overnight.
0: Throw it in your ice cream maker, and you're done. Is that really part of the recipe? (laughs) Yeah, why? I said, is that really part of the recipe, blending it in a blender? Yeah, did you not do that? Oh my gosh, I have been so cutting corners on everything lately. I've been trying to do (laughs) 57 things uh, baking-wise before we go. Uh, We're leaving tomorrow on a week-long vacation in Vermont. And so I've been trying to get a couple things done. And I have not read through fully any recipe I've been using. So no, I think I missed that part. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well when i
1: after boiling the mixture and you put the chocolate pieces on you take it off the heat you put the chocolate pieces on and you just keep keep whisking it until everything melts um i didn't get to a point where there weren't like small chocolate clumps
0: oh really Did it melt completely for you i don't think mine had it. i didn't notice any chocolate clumps in mine I did not put it through the Oh, I see that now. There's only two steps and I missed <laughs> I missed the entire <laughs> last half of the second step. That's pretty bad. No, no once okay. I took it off the heat and dumped the chocolate pieces in, it melted in really pretty easily and since Ugh. I didn't read the rest of it, I just stuck it in the fridge and then um left it overnight to churn the next day. Okay.
1: And Mine didn't, it just didn't melt down all the way. It was like little little chocolate nubs, and then I put it in the blender, and it just smoothed out really nicely. Oh. What kind of, um, you
0: used semi-sweet chocolate. What brand did you use?
1: Uh, I think just, I didn't go fancy. I just went Toll House, I think. Okay. Something generic. And it specifically says, uh, Dutch processed
0: cocoa powder. Mm. Unsweetened. Did you, did you use...
1: It's what actually, kind of cocoa powder I feel like you go for? when
0: I was little, almost the only thing you could get in the store was Dutch cocoa. And now it seems like you mm-hmm. can't find Dutch cocoa anywhere. Um, I've been using the Hershey Special Dark cocoa when I haven't been uh. buying uh, cocoa from King Arthur Flower catalog. So mine, I think the, the Special Dark is half Dutch cocoa and half natural cocoa but, um yeah I couldn't I mean, I can't find Dutch cocoa unless I order it,
1: yeah, I just used the the Hershey's cocoa unsweetened cocoa powder, right. so I'm sure that's not the best, but I mean, there was plenty chocolate, you know flavor
0: wise well Dutch processing, I think is supposed to take out I don't know what some of the bitterness I can't even remember um, but I don't find that natural cocoa has a large bitter component anyways, so I don't really know other than that chemically what it does to your recipes, if it behaves any different. Not Sure, I'm going to do a Google. Google it. So um, one of the other recipes I was rushing through and probably botched (laughs) because I didn't read it all the way (laughs) was um, we had a huge take of blackberries in our backyard the other day filled Mm. two... Fairly large Tupperware containers full of blackberries. And I wanted to use them for something that wasn't uh, a pie or a crumble. I wanted to do something different. So I thought it would be a great idea to do a cheese Danish and put, like, make the blackberries into a jam. Oh. <laughs> and put the jam and the cheese Danish filling inside. Well, for one thing, it turns out Danish is basically like making croissants or puff pastry it's a very labor-intensive process mm. with the folding in of sheets of butter over and over again oh, and again refrigerate yeah. it and pound it down and roll it out and fold it and refrigerate it over and over again so I said no <laughs> I'm not doing that the week before I'm going on vacation and trying to pack stuff and get stuff ready in the house so I actually went for a very simple uh, brioche recipe instead, and also rushed through that. Didn't refrigerate it at the right time. I was supposed to refrigerate it overnight, and I did, but I was supposed to also give it a first rise before it went into the refrigerator. So <laughs> I didn't do that.
1: Oh. And
0: then when I made my blackberry jam, I didn't use any recipe at all. <laughs> so that was ill-advised. <laughs> <laughs> have you made jam before? I have. Well, I mean, I've made... Kind of apple compotes and cranberry sauces, and I wasn't going for something too gelled. I just wanted kind of more of a sauce, Uh, but apparently you're supposed to kind of mash up the berries first and then use the juice instead of boiling them like you would cranberries until they break down because the middles of the blackberries, so don't do this at home everybody else... Don't boil your blackberries whole because the middles are very bitter. So now I wasted half of our Ah. blackberries making an inedible blackberry sauce of grossness.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) That sucks.
0: So actually, despite the overwhelming chocolatiness of the sorbet, it came out the best of anything I've made in the past week. Oh, really?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm
0: glad you had some
1: successes. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, that's right. Now, um, I found the Dutch processed cocoa powder versus natural Ooh, cocoa powder. Ooh, tell me powder. all about it. So Dutch processed cocoa powder, uh, it they wash the cocoa beans in an alkaline solution. So it neutralizes the acidity. And that way, it becomes neutral and does not react with baking soda. Hmm. It's interesting. It says that uh, it makes this process makes the cocoa darker in color, mellow in flavor, and dissolves easily
0: into liquids. Interesting. I wonder what, yes. why you would want it to not react with baking soda. I don't know.
1: It seems like that would don't be helpful. Don't say anything
0: about that. Unless neutralizing the acid in the chocolate makes the baking soda ineffective for leavening. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know either. So, Somebody ask Alton Brown. Uh, that's a good idea. I wish we had him on retainer for our show. That would yeah. be really useful. <laughs>
1: We're almost big enough to get almost. him. But not quite.
0: Give us another year to grow. Grow our listenership. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to confess, I have not posted anything Uh-oh. to Facebook or Instagram or anything because I have not been taking pictures of things. Because I'm a terrible, oh, crap, terrible person. I forgot. You forgot what? I forgot to take a picture. Oh, see? It's not just me. I promise I'm going to take a picture of this one. I'm going to show you a picture of my crazy brioche danishes. They haven't been powdered sugared. Okay. Powdered sugared. And they haven't been iced, which they will be. But I will share with you a picture. Because I immediately took a picture so that I had at least one. It's
1: It's amazing, first of all. It looks <laughs> like you have a really nice... It looks like like a tube of deliciously golden brown bread that has is almost oozing out a, a wonderful berry and cheese mixture flavor. So, it, did you actually fold it or did you slice the tops?
0: No, I did. I folded it. But I mean, to be oh, honest, wow. they're bigger than they look. They're about the size of my forearm. Um and they really <laughs> look like Auntie Anne's hot dogs wrapped in pretzels. <laughs> But, but they are actually pretty big. I when I slice them up and put icing on them, I'll try to get another picture. Definitely. But um, that's all I have for now. And I am really, really bad at finishing projects. That's what I was trying to say. I'm. I haven't put any pictures up because I feel like I haven't finished anything, and I feel like mm-hmm. if I take a picture of it, and it's done, I have to accept failure. And I don't like that. Oh. So what else have you been working on? Are you just talking specifically
1: about your baked goods or um, other things?
0: Kind of well mostly the the dice box which I have not printed because I'm worried that it's just going to fail. Um Aww. and my gotta cat got to take bed, a chance. I know I should. I need to just fire up the printer and do it and see what happens. Um and yeah. the cat bed, I decided it wasn't enough just to make a box liner and i'm i'm actually trying to make a little cat tent. Oh. So that sounds technically, adorable. T-
1: technically it's still in production. I've been um, binge watching some my cat from hell which Ooh, has I love uh those. the the guy Jackson Galaxy he's just he's so good with cats and i start was starting to feel guilty that i don't have enough cat stuff around for my cat. <laughs> so um, i think i'm going to that's going to be an upcoming project is try and make more places for him to climb and jump even though he doesn't seem to like to climb and jump. Are you going to so do the maybe um, He's just a
0: weird cat. Are you going to try the the shelves? I don't know.
1: Uh, I found some really interesting ideas online but I know mm-hmm. my husband's not too keen on having He He's worried when I talk about this that it's going to turn into like a crazy cat room. You know, with just cats looking down from the ceiling (laughs) in every way you look but you only have one cat i know and you know what he doesn't really climb on stuff he doesn't seem like he's trying to be high up maybe it's because he doesn't have the options but i don't know in the next couple weeks i'm going to start brainstorming something
0: that can look sort of artsy but also cat fun I had an idea once, and my husband was not on board with it either. Can I tell you my idea? Yes, you can. So in our... We have a room that abuts our garage, and it's a sitting room, and there's a gas fireplace in it. We have some pictures hanging around the gas fireplace, and what I wanted to do was... um, The gas fireplace actually protrudes into the garage, and I wanted to make another section like that that protrudes into the garage, frame it with a picture frame, and have it be a sitting place for the cats. So it looks like a picture on the wall, except (laughs) it's a cat in a shelf. (laughs) (laughs) But they could climb up to it and go in there and take naps, but it's, you know, it's dressed in the wall like, like a photo. I think that's adorable. Do you, do you know what I mean? Do you kinda, yeah. Are you kind of getting this picture in your head? I think, so, so it's like inset into the wall. Yes, much like a fireplace would be. It would be flat and then recessed.
1: Yeah, recessed into the wall. And then a picture frame around the border of it. So it looks like a picture of a cat cubby, but it's just a real cat cubby. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> that sounds adorable i like it yes I, I thought it was a great idea
1: i'm also getting crazy ideas because i saw a couple where jackson galaxy was advising them that they had like an a contained outdoor space for the cats to play in right so in my head i'm trying to figure out a way to have like an insert that goes into the window sort of like like a window ac unit where it's, it's a thing and it's blocked off on both sides. But in the center is a tunnel that goes to an outside play area. So my kitty can have like a little window exit. into. That sounds like an excellent idea. He doesn't go outside now, does he? He doesn't. I have this little kitty harness and little kitty leash that I put on him every once in a while cuz when we're all hanging on the back porch he sits at the screen door and just meows and meows. Yeah. So then I go in and I trap him and I put this harness on and um I try to bring him outside and he does this thing where his belly's always touching the ground like he's trying almost trying to scrape the harness off of himself yeah. while he kind of scoots Sneak with the belly to the ground. <laughs>
0: like he could just be so sneaky it would just go away
1: (laughs) yeah so i actually earlier this week i took him out put him down in the middle of the yard and i held his little leash and he just belly scooted to the stairs and up the stairs up the deck and across the deck to the door and tried to get back inside
0: (laughs) i actually um where we adopted our current cats from kringlin claws they had a thing similar to what you're talking about where they had a little set of stairs that went up the wall and at the top of the set of stairs was a kitty door and the kitty door went out to a cat run that wrapped around the building so it was kind of caged in and there was wood planks on the ground or on the floor of the caged in section so that they could go outside and and run around outside the building without being, you know, free to roam. See, that's what... Although That's yours sounds a little more fun and a little less industrial. Well, I also don't know how he would.
1: There, there's a lot of things I haven't thought through on that idea. <laughs> well, <laughs> it sounds I'm great just, to me.
0: It sounds. I'm just really daydreaming solid. right now. Daydreaming's good. That's how stuff gets born. That's right. I'm going to invent something new. That's how my children were born. I was daydreaming one day and all of a sudden, pop. Oh my goodness, where did you come from?
1: okay is that what you tell them (coughs) (laughs) all right so what else are you working on did you bake anything
0: else besides the, the brioche no i've so i did the the filling for the brioche which was a huge fail actually the cheese filling came out okay it was just the blackberry filling that was a huge fail so when i ended up stuffing them with was the cheese filling and just fresh blackberries on top and baked the whole shebang in the oven. Oh,
1: I so, thought that's tasty.
0: Blackberry cheese, brioche Danish, um, and the chocolate sorbet, and the cat bed. And as far as baking, I think I haven't done it yet, but tonight I'm going to have to make some grain-free crackers to take on our vacation with us. Yeah. Grain-free yeah, they are actually act—they're act- actually super easy. All you really do is, I use almond flour and whatever seasonings you want—salt, pepper, garlic, onion, whatever—and some shredded up cheddar cheese and eggs. And so you mix it up until it's a very thick, stiff dough. Roll it out really thin and um, and bake it until they're brown and crunchy. They're pretty simple. Wow, that does sound simple and tasty. And tasty. I like all of those
1: flavors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's neat because you have, instead of a green cracker, you have a cracker that has a whole bunch of tasty, nutty flavors and protein and whatever. Nice. It's just nice for something different.
1: Mm-hmm. And what about you? I haven't done any baking. So I actually attempted to fix the my, my uh, stand mixer myself. So I was like, you know, Googling around. And there is a a gear inside the stand mixer that is meant to be kind of the point of failure. Yeah. When it's overloaded, this thing breaks so that it's easy swap out. And so I bought a new one on Amazon. I opened the whole thing up. Um, I got the gear out. It was broken. I put a new one in, closed it back up, and it won't turn on. Oh,
0: no. So I'm very sad. So wait a second. I didn't know that your stand mixer was completely dead. Yeah. I thought it was just not, not <laughs> faring well. <laughs> no, was it is Was it already good. not turning on or was it turning on and not, just not mixing? It, like, at, at the first couple times
1: that I tried to turn it on, it was kind of making, like, a, oh, I'm trying really hard noise, but nothing's happening. <laughs> but then. Yeah. It just stopped making any noise. Hmm. So, um, uh, I think maybe I also burned out the board yeah. or something. Yeah. Either that, or I just put it together wrong. There's actually this is actually a fairly simple thing for you to do if you ever have trouble where your stand mixer stops spinning. Uh, there's very easy to follow uh, YouTube videos that'll walk you through how to open it up. It's messy. There are globs of grease inside of that, which it needs to function. That's normal, but it's just so messy.
0: I'm not sure anyone would necessarily believe how easy you're claiming that it is considering that your mixture is still broken. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying it's easy to replace this one item. Yes. If your problem if is that not is that one problem. item, <laughs> then too bad. But say that was your problem, the replacement part was like uh I would say I think it was it was under 10 bucks. I think it was like 6 or 7 on Amazon. Get that in, watch a quick 10-15 minute YouTube video Bing, bam, boom, you're done. You got a, a wonderful stand mixer. But me, on the other hand, I Something ended up buying a broken. new one, which just arrived yesterday, and the old one has gone away. I
0: wonder if you could 3D print a new gear. Ooh, I bet you could. I don't, mm. I, don't know. I mean, it's it's not a super strong material. It's probably not a great idea to replace a gear that's already destined for failure with plastic parts. <laughs> <laughs> it was some kind of plastic oh
1: was it yeah so and like a lot of everything in there was metal but this thing you know, was meant to fail and it was plastic
0: it's probably meant to if something is wrong grind the gear up instead of yeah. burning out the motor
1: yeah i think that, that's what it's doing so so i did
0: end up buying a new one
1: but i was when I was making it and, like, uh, sorry, reassembling it and about ready to turn it on, I was so ready. I was like, I'm going to go on the podcast. I'm going to brag about how I fixed it myself. <laughs> and I'm so great and blah, blah, blah. But,
0: oh, yeah. I really wish that had worked out for you.
1: Maybe I'll just edit out the part where I said it
0: didn't work. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> okay. When you have the chance to go back and rewrite history, I really think you should take it. Okay, I will. I have that power. I've got a very important question for you. Okay. What are we making next? (gasps) I don't know. I think you should pick because I chose the chocolate kick in the pants. Trademark name, chocolate kick in the pants. Sorry, David Lebovitz. Stealing your recipe and trademarking the name.
1: Yep, but it was so smooth and creamy, David Lebovitz. You did a good
0: job, David Lebovitz. You just like to say that, don't you?
1: <laughs> and... Uh, la da la na 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 Okay, so... There's... I was hoping I could find, like, a theme
0: for the next episode. Um, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. You do stuff.
1: No, no, go ahead. No, I need, I need ideas.
0: I had an idea. It's probably a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Okay. But I had an idea. Remember that time? <laughs> remember that time we did soft chewy amaretti cookies uh-huh what if we went full four whole hog whatever synonym you need for, you for this, the whole nine yards and tried macarons
1: <gasps> i'm scared I, I know
0: right it's like is that a gasp of oh my god i've always wanted to make them or oh my gosh please don't make me make those
1: That was a gasp of, I've tried that two or three times and failed every time. Oh,
0: have you? Did we already talk about that? I don't remember you telling me.
1: Uh, Well, that was before the podcast days. We can try it. You know what? We'll try it one more time. Okay. Before I give up. Do you have a
0: special little macaron pan with the little circles on them?
1: Yes. Do you really? Yes, I do.
0: Do you have the little circle pumper thing to pump out the little... No, I don't have that. (laughs) Those are so cute. I do not have that. <laughs> they are. Okay, so the okay, question is: so, so. should we should we pick a recipe or should we do free for all?
1: Um, I think we should pick a recipe. This is gonna be a very dangerous thing. I, I feel like we're about all, to do like a crazy feat.
0: Yeah, right. I think if at all possible, we should pick a recipe and. We should try to get together live for a swappy taste test.
1: Yeah, I know it's I gonna think be hard because
0: it's summer and people are all over the place. But I think if both of us are making macarons, we should really this is this is gonna be a meeting of the minds. Okay, <laughs> or rather a meeting of the possibly delicious cookies. Because really, <laughs> what I'm doing is hedging delicious. my bet. <laughs> really, what I'm doing is hedging my bets and hoping. One of us has a yummy cookie, so we can eat them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All okay. right. So
1: I just did like a
0: a quick
1: Google around. And there's a couple recipes that say like, okay, this one's easy macaron recipe, perfect every time. Yeah. Uh, and this one
0: is uh, basic, uh, foolproof. I like foolproof. That sounds good. That sounds right up my alley. Okay, then I think we should go with entertainingwithbeth.com. Entertaining with Beth. Beth's foolproof. Proof. French macaron. Foolproof. Macaron. Ooh, how pretty. She's got a little video and everything. I have to tell you, in my, did I tell you this? I might have already. In my recent trip to California, I had a macaron that was so stinking magical I might end up sharing it on our Facebook page, even though I didn't make it because it is the best thing. And I'm going to send you a picture of it. Okay. If I can find it. excited. So do you want to like pick a flavor or do you want to go free for all on flavors? Let's go free for all on flavors. Let's just make sure that, um, let's not do anything wet because I know. What? What does that mean? You know nothing don't try to do something crazy strawberry puree something something because if you end up adding a flavor component that adds more moisture that always makes it tricky to begin with mm-hmm. so i just feel like especially where macarons are so sensitive to humidity and stuff like that we should just go with simple flavors that don't require liquidy components are okay. you ready for this
1: i'm i'm so excited this is gonna I blow your mind blow. my mind is ready it's
0: blow your mind oh i'm gonna have late i can't wait <laughs> what, what are you laughing at i'm laughing at how adorable it is <gasps> what what is your mind blown my mind is blown what it's a it's like a adorable little it's I'm a unicorn <laughs> okay it's a unicorn <laughs> in case in case you were wondering it's a little beautiful unicorn macaron oh <laughs> uh, okay I,
1: I just thought it was like a little
0: smiley face with crazy hair. Oh, <laughs> it's, definitely, but I get it's it. definitely a magical unicorn, but I can see how you can mistake it. <laughs> it's so cute. It's got little, little rosy cheeks. <laughs> it's, it's got little, little rosy cheeks. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part. And these sparkles <laughs> on its unicorn horn. <laughs> it's so cute. Okay. So what flavor John, was it? Um, I think it was, actually, I think it was strawberry buttercream in the middle and the, uh, the cookies themselves were vanilla, and it was very, very good. Beth's foolproof French Macaron Recipe. I promise I will read it all the way through because I've never even attempted <sighs> these in my life.
1: I think this is one of those recipes I'm going to read like six times. She has a little video plan. to
0: help. Oh, oh it needs got... cream of tartar. I don't think I have any of that. I'll have to go shopping. What is it? Cream of tartar.
1: Oh, you know I have two of those because I keep buying them. I don't have <laughs> that you don't have any, <laughs> yeah.
0: But I got that. And fresh raspberries—that oh, sounds good. It does say it has a wet thing. Has a wet I might not do that. I might do green tea ones or something. It has a wet thing. What are you talking about? Because you're flavoring. Oh, that's the raspberry buttercream. Oh, that doesn't count. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's actually. Oh, you have. We have the egg whites. That's the only kind of liquid i'm assuming that everybody
1: knows what macarons are they look too simple yeah they look they're deceivingly simple looking they're little i feel like they're kind of like gremlins because they look
0: like they're not going to cause you any trouble and then all of a sudden they're taking over the world yeah it's like they're like oh those are
1: just like little things they can't cause that much trouble oh my god
0: (laughs) why is this so hard (laughs) Oh, no, they got wet. (laughs) Hey, see, it works. What a very good parallel you've drawn. I did a good job. Yay. (laughs) Okay. All right, so this is what we're going to do next week. I'm very excited. I'm very worried, but also excited. Yeah, Yeah, me too. We can do this. We can do it. We can do it. So if you want
1: to tell us about something that you've made or give us ideas for something to make next Well, not next time because we already picked something. But the time after that, you can email us at keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Even if you just want to say hi, we will say hi back. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Keeping Busy Podcast and we post links to the recipes that we use and sometimes put up pictures. When we remember. (laughs) When we remember. There's almost always at least one picture going up and you can get links to our next episode and all that there. Uh, we are also on Instagram and um, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. That really helps us out and share us with a friend.
0: All of your friends. Share us with all of your friends. They all deserve to hear the beautiful, interesting things we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what? Share us with
1: your not friends, too.
0: Just Ooh, like Oh, that's to even a better idea, street. I think, because people probably have more not friends than they do friends. Yeah. So that, that'll really grow our listenership.
1: You don't really know where they fall. They're not quite friends, but they're not
0: strangers. Share us with them. That's, that's cool. Sounds like a great <laughs> thing. Right. And um, so we had some rich chocolate sorbet. And next time we'll have some delicious French macarons. And until next time when we talk to you again, we'll be
1: keeping busy. It.
0: busy.